How do we how do we even do this, Christy? It's been so long. It's been a really long time. Not for you guys, listeners, but for Jake and I. <laughs> But hi, everybody. Welcome to Smize on the Prize. What podcast, what kind of podcast is this again, Christy? This is a science podcast. Yeah. Did you know the sublimation <laughs> is when a solid turns into a, directly into a gas? Whoa, you just rattled that off really fast. Well, I know a lot about science because I'm the co-host of a science podcast. Damn. He's really good, guys. It's the finale, everybody. Yay! I'm so happy that cycle two is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this episode sucked. You think so? It sucked. Oh my gosh. Okay, well maybe this podcast can be oh. your thesis, because I, I don't agree, but I, I wanna I wanna understand you. Oh. Guys, he looks so mad. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to recap it for us, Christy? Hey, okay. weirdo. <laughs> this episode originally aired March 23rd, 2004. We are down to the final three. The girls do a beauty shoot and an audition for a runway show. Shandy, who is still kind of struggling with the drama of cheating on her boyfriend, she loses some of her steam and is eliminated. Then it's down to Yoano and Yoana, I can say it, <laughs> and Mercedes compete in a runway show. And Joanna is named America's second next top model. Congratulations, Joanna. Mm-hmm. I have to start with something that I learned in my research. Okay. I, Hit us. I was blown away. So Shandy did an interview on a podcast back in 2019. And in that interview, she said that all of the girls who were eliminated got to go to a Milan, except the first girl, Anna. Huh. That's cool, I guess. Yeah, so Why? weird. Where were right? they? they? They just got a vacation? I guess so. Why would huh. they Why would they spend that kind of money? Yeah, that's interesting. I guess maybe it was to to throw off anyone who was trying to f- figure out who was still in the running early on or something. Oh, maybe. But I don't, I mean, I don't know if there was like paparazzo that would be so invested in being like, wait a second. Yeah. So and so didn't go to Milan. They must have gotten out let me write about it in the tabloid newspaper Uh, i mean it was pretty popular at the time i do know that people like i've been watching the bachelorette and people are constantly tracking them online to find out who's been eliminated when and who's going to be on which cycle it's wild yeah maybe it was like a smoke screen slash small prize for the people who are eliminated to still get to go to italy and i want to know if the girls who are still competing got to hang out with the girls who were eliminated, or if they just traveled separately. Yeah, it seems like probably based on their schedule, even if they were in the same area, they might not have had a lot of time to to chill. So weird. Who's to say? I would like to... I have a couple of things I want to say after this. Number one, this episode includes so many confessionals where the girls all talk about how the show had such a positive impact on their lives and how they learned so much. And I thought it was really annoying for the show to be like, look how great we are the Very whole episode. Congratulatory. <laughs> yes. Point number two, I heard someone use the word hip four times in this episode, and it was four times too many. I it was so cringy. Well, um was one of those times they were just talking about 
uh, like putting on a belt or something. Because <laughs> that would make that one would make sense. Yeah, that would be acceptable to me. But saying like, oh, this, these are the hippest designers right now. Think of yeah. any other word, Tyra. Yeah. But okay, take it away. Why? Why are you so upset right now? Shandy. <laughs> Shandai, evil Shandai. I was just sad that Shandy got eliminated. I know. And then I was sad that I like you want to find, but after Shandy was gone, I pivoted my rooting for Mercedes. And then she didn't win. So it was just a lot. This is a very unsatisfying victory for sure. Yeah. Oh, Jake. He did, listeners, we should note that Jake was thinking she would win since the very beginning. Every episode. I caught, from the very beginning. I, today I got my bowl, of, my big old bowl of popcorn, my soda pop. I sat down and I said, today's the day my all of mine and Shandy's dreams finally come true. What and kind I was of, crushed. What kind of soda were you drinking? Grape Fanta, obviously. Really? That is not what I expect you to say. <laughs> and I put a, a wedge of lime in it. It's my my classic cocktail. No, it's not. You don't drink that? <laughs> you don't drink that. Have it every night before bed. <laughs> <laughs> in the decade I've known you, I've never in my life seen you drink that's, grape That's Panda. my favorite drink. It's called the, the Jake Classic. I've been drinking that since I was... Since I was like a toddler, my parents have to were talk very. To your mother about this. My parents were very irresponsible. <laughs> they were putting they were putting that shit in my baby bottle. Gross. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna start. I can't listen to your lies anymore. <laughs> okay, with the ep- the way the episode began was Tyra kind of giving us a super fast summary, but there was some footage like. While she was talking of the girls in boxing outfits, and it connected with a fact that I learned that apparently there's unaired footage of a boxing match between Mercedes and Shandy, and apparently Shandy really kicked her butt, which I didn't oh, expect. No. Yeah, <laughs> just a fun fact. Yeah, I'm, why did they cut that out of the show? That that sounds so like good. a gold mine. It was really good. I just want to see stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so quick update. Mercedes is feeling really strong, even with her lupus. And throughout the episode, she is, like, enthusiastically competitive with the other girls. And it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. I felt like Mercedes' competitive side really came out in this episode. Yes. Shandy updates us and tells us that her boyfriend and she are working things out. But I did find out they did break up a year later. Oh, okay. That was one question I was going to ask. Yeah, a whole other year of dating, even after the cheating. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the photo shoot? I do. So they did a beauty ad, advertisement. They're excited about that. And it was pretty good. Who was your favorite? Who had the best look, do you think? I thought Mercedes was really good. What about you? Mercedes crushed it. Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes did great. She was fierce, I -hmm. believe they said, which was good. One thing I was glad is that she didn't have even a hint of a smile in her eyes. Not even a hint. That was something that Tyra complimented her on in the judging. Yes. 
Uh, people kept talking about Joanna's symmetrical face. Jake, I feel like you have a very symmetrical face. I don't know if I do. The other day, for some reason, I was I had a very I was like, I wonder if my face is symmetrical. We all <laughs> we all wonder that every now and then. Yeah. And so I took a screenshot of my face and I put it in Microsoft Paint, and did one of those things where you like I cut it, I cut my own face in half, and then copied and flipped each side of it. Yeah. It wasn't very It wasn't very symmetrical. Oh no. So. Well, it doesn't look like that to me. It's deceptive. Yeah, I think that's part of my sort of signature look as a model. But one of the big reasons why my modeling career never really took off is people kept being like, your face is so asymmetrical. And I'd be like, but in a good but in a good way? But in a cool, hot way. And they're like, no, it's just it's bad. So how symmetrical is your face, Christy? Oh, not. I'm sh- Look at me. I don't know. I feel like that looks pretty symmetrical. Maybe your nose is slightly leans slightly one way, but otherwise, pretty good. <laughs> I think we just have a little crush on each other. It's hard to see past that. What? Okay, my favorite part of this whole damn photo shoot is Joanna had a little bit of a breakdown at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. And we talked about Scissors Gate. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, so Joanna is supposed to wear this huge helmet in the picture because she has such a strong face. Jay was like, you're going to stand out. It's going to be so pretty. And it is a great shot. But Joanna was talking about how her hair was like sticking out of the back of the helmet. And like it wasn't supposed to do that. But the stylist didn't have a chance to fix it. Or maybe she said something about it being too itchy. I'm so confused why her hair needed to be shorter. Yeah, she said something about it being itchy. I think that she just had a had a, a mental break or something. I don't know. But guys, she just went in the bathroom and was like, I'll just do it myself. Because the stylist was busy with another girl and literally cuts the back of her own hair and fucks it up. She like cut out a chunk of it. It looks pretty bad. <laughs> Christy, I, you know, I talk a big game, but I don't know a lot about the modeling industry. And this is a show you've been watching for quite some time. So mm-hmm. I have a question for you as sure. sort of an expert. Pretty often the main focus of a photo shoot is the back of your neck, right? <laughs> so it makes sense that Ioana was pretty concerned about if the back of her neck looked okay. Literally never. It's so weird that this happened. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about their audition with D squared with Chip and Dale? Oh my god. D squared is the most cringiest name. Yeah, it's a cringy name and it's two identical twins, right? Who are fashion designer or were they identical twins? They looked just very brothers. similar. They looked extremely similar. They did. Apparently they were finishing each other's sentences. Yeah, and Mercedes said they look like a couple little chipmunks. Yeah, their audition started with the girls just like sitting down at a breakfast table with them, chatting it up. They all seemed to do really well until the last question. (laughs) (laughs) They asked the girl who their favorite designer was, and none of them were smart enough to say D-square. Yeah. (laughs) I thought... (laughs) I was so annoyed, or not annoyed, I was disappointed in Shandy and Mercedes because none of them could think of a designer that wasn't Betsy Johnson. Yeah, which it felt like they were just like, oh, I met that one designer earlier, I'll say them. And I also feel like it was kind of cringy of D-squared to be like, oh, boo, no, you were supposed to say me. Yeah. But I guess it's good sort of life advice for them as fledgling models to be like, if you're meeting with a designer, lie and say that they're your favorite designer, like, 
there's no harm in stroking their ego a little bit. I do think there's harm, though, because what if they ask you, like, oh, which design is your favorite or which collection did you like the most? Like, then you're in trouble. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe you should also research the designer a bunch beforehand and all that, but... That's true. Sounds like a lot, though. Did you have anything else to say about the audition? No, it was kind of boring. Yeah, we gotta race through the boring stuff. Yeah. Elimination number one. Oh, they do. They show their beautiful pictures. Shandy's walk is still a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. One cool thing was after the girls were gone, Nigel said he was casting for a photo shoot recently in Milan, and he thought that our three girls would have been better than most of the girls he saw in casting. Yeah. I wish he had actually said that to them. I think they would have loved hearing that. Yeah. You should compliment people to their face and, I don't remember, there's some expression. Oh, we'll wait. Praise, praise, praise. Comes before the fall. No, that's not it. (laughs) Praise in public, criticize in private, or something like that. These are all really good. Listeners, I hope you're writing this down. (laughs) Haste makes waste. (laughs) Quid pro quo. Shandy was eliminated. At this point, Jake, who did you think was going to win? Right after Shandy was eliminated. I, I would have said Mercedes. I both wanted and expected, I think, Mercedes to win. Okay. Well, do you want to do a quick where are they now for Shandy? Yeah. Okay. Broke up with her boyfriend a year later. <laughs> Check. She worked at an exclusive spa as a receptionist by day and then did karaoke by night. And eventually was signed on to Trump Model Management. I was like, I didn't even know Trump had a modeling agency. Yeah. Shandy didn't understand what was going to (laughs) happen. But she modeled for a bunch of different companies. That was just her first signing. And then eventually she just left modeling because she wanted to be a DJ at a nightclub in Manhattan. Which is just rad. (laughs) She was on the Tyra Banks show a lot and in Tyra Banks' spinoff show, Modelville. Which I think you and I should learn more about that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Currently, she has an Etsy shop where she sells cross-stitches, earrings, and other things, but I could not find the store on Etsy. Huh. Yeah. But I probably just don't have the right name. Okay. And according to her Instagram, she has an OnlyFans account. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like she's been busy. Yeah, I think she was pretty successful. Yeah. So that leaves us with Joanna and Mercedes. Yes. What, what are they getting up to now, Christy? They're in the final two at this moment, and both of them are, like, really deep into the competition and keep giving confessionals where they're like, I've never wanted anything so much as I want this right. And I deserve it. Yeah. And it's it's all very boring. I liked how you could tell that they were, like, kind of trying to be nice, but also not. Especially Mercedes, I think, would often be like, I love Joanna, but I just kept thinking, if that... If that so and so wins over me, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip all of her hair out and kick her down the stairs. <laughs> and then she would do like a big smile and be like, I I think I think she does actually like Ioana, but also I think she maybe would kick her down the stairs. Maybe. I there are some final twos that it's obvious the girls do not like each other at all and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But this is not one of those times. Yeah, I think they legitimately seem to enjoy one another, but also both very much wanted to win 
Agreed. The the big part of this episode is them having like a walk off in the fashion show. It's the D squared runway show. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be walking with like regular models who do this all the time. Yeah. And I mean, they looked great to me. They looked just like the other girls. Yeah. I think even the judges said like they pulled it off. They were, you know, holding their own against all these other professional models, which is really cool. And I'm not Joanna's biggest fan, but I will say she did a really good job walking in a pair of shoes that were too small because they lost her shoe broke was what it was. Yeah. And I don't think I could do that very well. Yeah. Yeah. It was intense. I I was my heart was a flutter as we watched backstage during the show because it seemed like there was a lot of <laughs> very intense like turnarounds. I think more than any other like fashion show I've seen on this show is a lot of just like them running around nude or half nude as they're desperately sort of trying to get their clothes on for the next walkout and stuff like that. And then, yes, yeah, there was one shot where Mercedes is topless. And of course they like blurred out her breasts, but she's like topless. She's hanging onto her chair for dear life while two people are pulling the pants off of her as fast as they can. <laughs> yeah. It just seems so dramatic. Cause it probably yeah. didn't save that much time. For yeah. her, she would take her own pants off. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. It definitely made me appreciate the photo shoots where when models like refuse to photograph nude or semi-nude or anything like that, why for the judges that seemed like such a red flag where clearly in the backstage of these photo shoot or these fashion shows, you can't really be too particular about being nude or who's going to see you naked or anything like that. So if like, that's, that's something that you're worried about, it made it clear why that would be a, a reason for pause to see if this is really your going to be your line of work, I guess. Excellent point. And now we go to panel, which is so dramatic, but Tyra is wearing such a weird outfit. Yeah. Did I was very that? distracted by her, yes. her like rope sleeve. Yeah. It was like a, a low-cut shirt, listeners, and with a lot of cleavage, she looked amazing. But then, like, a weird netting bra, like like fishnet, but over her shirt. It was so weird. And to, so, to me, the thing that was especially distracting was the fact that the netting went over her right arm so that it looked like she wouldn't really be able to move her right yes. arm away from her torso. That's I don't so know. Odd. I guess, is that is that fashion? obviously making it so you can't use one of your four limbs is definitely fashion i mean that's pretty fashion i guess but i don't know i trust tyra i'm sure she had a reason to wear such a weird outfit yeah they went through all of their past pictures and both of the girls had such a good collection of photos yeah i feel like in future seasons a lot of times each girl will have a photo shoot where they really fucked up at least one but both of the girls seem to do consistently really well yeah it was fun to look back through their body of work and have a sort of reminder of all the cool photo shoots that they had done so far yeah which one was your favorite photo shoot christy oh that is a good question i love the eve pictures where they're like all in the garden and with a like body paint no 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 scratch that underwater pictures those are really good oh yeah yeah that's a good one which one was your favorite i think maybe the sunglasses photo shoot i think that was one where it felt like they really 
all of the models that were still in sort of turned a corner and it felt like you could really see a lot of their practice and the work they'd been doing sort of come to fruition in that one. So I think that was a good one. Good point. After the girls leave, they and they start deliberating and it's just the four core judges. I don't I think to me it felt pretty obvious that Janice and Nigel really wanted Mercedes to win yeah. and Eric and Tyra more wanted Joanna to win. Okay. They were kind of split down the middle. Yeah, see that's interesting. I felt like Nigel it, to me it felt more like Nigel was rooting for Joanna. Mm. And Janice was fighting to convince him that Mercedes deserved it more and he kept like conceding points but it felt like he kept trying to come back to like why he wanted Joanna to win anyway to me mm. I guess I missed that I feel like he's been hard on Joanna the whole time because he doesn't think she has the right body for modeling yeah but they oh, they do this every time you can almost tell who's gonna win because they make you think someone's gonna win and it's always the other person yeah it's so weird because I kind of want them to because it leaves you disappointed yeah, because it feels like they're building up to one person. They're like, psych, and they smack that hope out. I guess if you really wanted Joanna to win, then maybe that would have been a fun surprise turnaround for you or something. But mm-hmm. I wanted Mercedes to win, and they lulled me into believing that Mercedes was going to win. Yeah, I really wanted her to win, too. I This is one of those seasons where I really feel like they messed up, that Joanna should not have been the winner. Yeah. And when I go through the where are they now, you'll you'll see kind of where I'm coming from. I just don't I think Mercedes was the far more successful or I think April should have won that the yeah. two of them had better careers. Yeah. Do you feel like their career after they leave the show should be an indicator of how well they do when they're in the show? I guess not because the show is such a different experience. Yeah. Than actual modeling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if they're really trying to create America's Next Top Model, then maybe they should be correlated. Because if you don't go on and do really good shit after the show, then you aren't really America's Next Top Model, were you? It's true. But I also kind of think that winning the show kind of puts them in a box. Whereas the girls yeah. who don't win just have to fight really hard for it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so my sister Sarah, who's a super fan, and I'd love to have her on the show sometime, she has this theory that in some seasons when they picked the final two, the judges did not pick the person they thought would be most successful and instead do like a pity pick where they pick the person in the final two they think who needs a boost or needs more help. And it's a weird theory, but there are like several seasons I can think of where I don't know why else they would have picked the winner the way they did. Huh. That's interesting. That it's like the all the way till the final two, they're trying to pick the most successful person. And then they they like kind of take a step back. I don't know. Interesting. I'll have to keep an eye out for future seasons to see. But maybe we're just made to feel that way because of the way that they like hyped up Mercedes the whole time. Yeah. But we can have her on to talk about her theory at some point. But do you want to hear where Mercedes is now? Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting is before she was even on Top Model, she was on a different reality show in huh. 2000 what called show? Fear. Hmm. But it makes me wonder if that's why she was able to come off with the best personality is if she because she had experience being on a show before. Yeah, but having some practice being in front of cameras helps a lot on a show like that. Yes. And she has modeled so much. I think probably she and April are the most successful ones from the season, but it was like 
so many agencies, so many magazines, so many runways, all these commercials. She's done small roles on TV. She now has her talk show with April, like I said. She said that because she was Janice's favorite, the two of them hung out quite a lot after the show ended. That's funny. (laughs) Janice's favorites don't win, but they do get a lot of Janice attention. Yeah. One thing about her is until cycle 10, she held the honor of having the most or the highest call out average over her season. No one beat her till 10. Actually, in 10, they just tied her. Whoa. Yeah. She did get a lot of call outs. Yeah. She's the first black model to place in the finale. Nice. Also, in my research, I found that she said that she found the shoot where they did blackface to be really shocking. And I was like, yeah. I would kind of hope that everyone would say that. (laughs) Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe she was the only one, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's good to hear from someone who was on the show that that was the case, too, though. (laughs) It's really weird. (laughs) Well, let me... Okay, let me contrast that with Joanna's. Okay. She signed with a few modeling companies, did a few runways, a commercial. She hosted a few TV shows, which I know is not nothing. Her Instagram description says she's a producer. I don't I don't know what she produced. I couldn't find it. But <laughs> on Instagram, it also said she's the wife of a board-certified lawyer, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess nice to <laughs> hi- hype up your spouse on your Instagram. Um, she's currently the oldest winner of the show because she's 40 this year. Okay. I guess that makes sense because she was a bit older than the other contestants this season, and this is one of the earliest seasons. So yeah, but I mean, she just didn't have anywhere close to the career that Mercedes had. Yeah, that's interesting. That's why Mercedes should have won. And there is a twelfth episode, Jake. After this, that's all about Joanna's career after the show. Oh, okay. I don't think we need to watch it. Okay. It's very boring, and it's very focused on how she continued to have to lose a lot more weight to continue oh, her career. I don't like that. I know. It's so... She's like, well, I lost... Because she, she lost 60 to go on the show, and then she lost yeah. 15 more after the show. Wow. And looks, like, very, very skinny. So it doesn't... It's not great for the messages that you and I want to put out. Yeah. We can, we can skip that one. Yes. I'm excited to get to season three anyway. Oh, me too. Uh, what was your favorite Tyra moment? There wasn't much, uh, once again, not a lot of Tyra in mm-hmm. this episode. I think, I think my favorite Tyra moment is when they went to the venue bef- while they were setting up for the runway show and mm-hmm. Tyra did some, some coaching. I love a good coaching moment. So I think that was my favorite moment, but the runner up was anytime she was in front of that really bad green screen with the, just like... <laughs> way too blue sky behind her as if they filmed her like i don't know on top of a mountain or something all you see behind her is just bright blue sky and fluffy clouds it was a it was kind of a weird aesthetic choice i thought i think my favorite was her cheering the girls on at the fashion show the yeah. funny things that she would yell at them while they were walking by yeah it always makes me think when I see that of being a kid and being in like the church musical and my mom would always like cheer really loud and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyra's kind of their mom. True. It's got to feel good too to get some some big call outs when you're doing your very first show and probably yeah. nervous anyway. 
Yeah, Jake, I was going to ask you, do you have any big like intentions or hopes for Cycle 3? Well, I mean, I don't know. What do you mean by big hopes or intentions? I hope there's a lot of drama. Yeah. I hope there's some good photo shoots. Mm-hmm. What uh what do you what what do I need to know about season three, Christy? I can't tell you anything. Whoa. I just want you to get in there. I'm not yeah. every episode is great either. There's it's there's some high highs and some low lows. <laughs> I'm I'm in for it for all the ups and downs. Cool. I think my big hope is that the energy that Camille brought to cycle two, I want a lot more of that energy in cycle three. Oh, yeah. Of just like super self empowered and like just being herself and doing things her I really thought it was fun to watch her and I want more yeah. of that. Yeah, let's get a, a cycle full. Uh, every contestant's a Camille. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That'd be intense. I was, when I was looking at Yoana's stuff, and maybe this, no, it can't be our final quote, but she was saying something along the lines of Camille is the most exhausting thing I've ever encountered in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which can't be true, Yoana. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty full on, Yoana. <laughs> okay, anything else? That's it. Thank you for watching Cycle 2 with me. Yeah, thank you, Christy. It was a delight. Remember at the beginning when I was like, this is the the kind of the boring, forgettable cycle? Do you think yeah. I was right? I kind of think I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it was very forgettable, but I think there's some big, juicy nuggets in there. That'll Shandy. S- stay with me forever, Shandy. <laughs> me too. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to Two Full Cycles with us. We're so honored. See you in cycle three. <laughs> Love ya. Bye. The Summit. Podcasts. And games. <laughs>